Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do and you feel inspired and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there, how to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams, how to build beautiful relationships with people around you, how to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut, how to shift through fears and let things be easy, and many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. So, are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Today I want to talk to you about one thing that I worked through and shifted. I think I shifted it um, yesterday. And um, it has to do with coaching or teaching. And um, it started with one of my students having like, um, I wouldn't call it a meltdown, but I've been working with her for a while. And she, like her goal when she started working with me was to get out of toxic relationship and, you know, to heal and to recover, to rebuild her self-esteem, her to learn how to love herself. And from that point to learn how to build healthy relationship because she wanted love she wanted you know this this feeling of togetherness and um we worked with her and she managed to heal i'm so proud of her and she managed to you know recover from those toxic relationship and heal her codependency and she managed to build a beautiful relationship healthy relationship where she feels heard and she feels seen and she knows that she's able to you know talk about her feelings and about her needs to you know stop expecting people to guess and to take a better care of her than she takes of herself and yay i'm so proud of her for achieving all that and healing and um a, a great work, a great amount of great work have been done. But on our last call, we were talking about um, her, like other stuff in her life. And um, I found herself and she found herself being in this victim mentality and like to a point where she, you know, spiraled back into thinking that like life is happening to her and life is not fair. And like she got to a point where she like it it had nothing to do with her relationship. Uh, It was other stuff, but it was clear to me that she was in this victim mentality. And I showed it to her like I um, made her see that and I was explaining like how to get out, how to, how to see this um, situation differently from a different perspective. And she said to me, 
you know what, for now I choose to be in that victim mentality. And I was like, okay, like what kind of support you need from me? And she would just wanted me to listen and support her. And of course I gave her all the love and support. But after that, like this conversation triggered me. And after I hung up the phone, I was like, I felt kind of wounded because I failed to explain uh, this to her, like to a point where she would just get it and be like, oh yeah, okay. Because I am the one who mm, loves, you know, feeling empowered. And when I see that I'm in a victim mentality and just in a place of this powerlessness, I don't want that. And I want to, you know, get out of that as soon as possible and explain it to myself different. And like, I, I like this prayer that Amanda Francis and Gabby Bernstein use where they say, God, angels, universe, please help me see this differently. And I've been teaching myself to see these situations, all the situations where I feel like a victim differently, and it worked well for me. And so when I heard from her this, like after I explained all this, and to me it was like, you know, and if you're a coach or a teacher, you know, like when you're so passionate about the subject you teach, you give this speech and give this rant about like how fascinating it is like when you see it from a different perspective and then your student is like I choose to see it from my perspective like I heard what you said and I don't choose that right now and I totally understand like where she's coming from I I totally understand and appreciate her choice and her honesty and sometimes we do need to sit in this victim mentality to just you know uncover what's there and heal and um, we fall back into this victim mentality from time to time and it's just I see it as a perfect sign a perfect opportunity to dig deeper and like to see where do you feel powerless and how you can shift it and it's, of course, a part of our human experience. But yeah, after that call, I just felt like I'm a failure. I failed to explain. I failed to teach. I failed to make my student see the bright side. And it hurt my feelings. And I was like, okay, now I have something to work on, you know, and an opportunity to grow and, and go there. And I wanted to talk about it. Like if you are a teacher or a coach and you feel like a failure sometimes because you see something greater for your student than what they see for themselves and they choose not to see, not to you know, they choose not to choose your vision for now and just be um, in the position they are and like they consciously choose it or unconsciously, I don't know. Maybe they're just not ready for your vision yet. And um, yeah, so I want to talk about this. I want to talk about us teachers and this experience where we feel like, you know, we're not good teachers and we fail to show our point of view and teach our point of view. So our students would take it and make their lives better. <laughs> and so after this call, what tripped me up, the first thought that I had was that she just doesn't get it. She's like, I feel like I'm just smarter than her. You know, I feel like 
she's just not able to understand and kind of like you know this i i'm i'm trying to avoid it but um if i'm being completely honest i felt like oh my god she's just so stupid like i try to explain this to her i know how to fix her life for her and i know how she can fix her life and she just doesn't get it like why is she not getting it is she like stupid is she um not as wise as i am like why doesn't she get it and this is this was a sign for me that i need to dig deeper because i i am the person who always says that there are no people who are like smarter or more stupid than you are than i am and i remember in my teenage no it wasn't my, in my teenage years i was like 20 what 23 i was graduating from university and I had a boyfriend who was dividing all the people that he knew into two categories smart people or stupid people and like he would have a conversation with somebody and then he would say oh my god this person is just so stupid and i hated that i was like how can you say that you don't know that person you like i don't believe that there are i think it's very arrogant to say that you know somebody's stupid you don't know them you don't know the experience they've been through and maybe on the topic that you discussed you know more but you know you just didn't uh care or didn't you know dig deep enough to find out what this person is passionate about because uh chances are if you talk about what this person is passionate about you find out that they're very smart and very informed and very wise you know because like we live in in this uh time where i heard it i think on tiktok there was a lady who said that nowadays we have internet and it makes us like it allows us to dig deeper on the subject that we are passionate about and if before that uh, a lot of people were focused on just getting the general knowledge about all the stuff and this is how our uh, education system is built i don't know about other countries but in russia it's like yeah it's still the same like all the unnecessary subjects that are boring and like not interesting uh, to the majority of people but you know you just need to know that and why you need to know that that's like a mystery and so now with the help of the internet people have this ability to know more to gather more information to learn more about the topics that they're really interested in and those topics are very different and in general if you talk to a person and you didn't manage to you know find those topics that that person is passionate about it may seem to you that they're stupid because you just didn't know them you didn't find out more about them maybe you just talked about the stuff you were interested in and you know those things that you're passionate about are different and like it doesn't mean that this person is stupid and so like and when i found myself thinking that that oh my god i'm explaining to her the stuff and she's like what is she stupid i was like wait a second i i don't like that i never actually think like i refuse to think that there are people who are more stupid than i am we all are 
Although, you know, now that I think of it, now that I'm talking about it, I do think that there are people who are... No, I wouldn't call that... I believe that there are people who are smarter than me. I believe there are people who know more about the stuff that I want to learn than I do. It doesn't make me stupid. I just don't have enough knowledge, you know, and I want to learn. Anyway, I don't like those labels. And so I started journaling about this. Like, why do I feel she's stupid? Because she doesn't get it. Why do I not, like, why do I feel bad when I think that she's stupid? Because she's not. I know her. She's incredible, capable, intelligent, amazing. She's doing so much progress. She just doesn't get what I was trying to teach her. And she was, she was, she's being she, she's choosing to be in this victim mentality and it just pisses me off like how can you consciously choose to be the victim of the circumstances and honestly it's a topic for a different uh, episode and i will record that one too because when i started digging uh, into that i realized that uh, it's just that there are some areas in our lives where we solved this and where we took responsibility for our life and we healed and like we took control. At the same time, there are different aspects of our lives where we still can fall into this category, where we still can think, can believe that we're victim of the circumstances. And I found out that there are areas in my life where I still play victim and it was interesting it was so interesting and i want to talk about it too but on my next episode and so in this episode i want to talk about the teaching the teachers itself like the teaching and the process of teaching and you know the stupid and not stupid students and so as i was thinking that okay i don't like thinking that my students are stupid because then I feel better and wiser and it makes me not want to talk to people who are stupid because, you know, I come to teaching uh, with this attitude that, like, they won't get it. Because if you put the label on a person that they're stupid, you don't want to teach them, you don't want to work with them because they're stupid, like, what's the point? And then you cannot exchange energy, you cannot share fully, you cannot just be yourself and let yourself be passionate about your topic and just share what comes up, you know, just connect to your intuition and just share unfiltered being unfiltered, sharing your knowledge, you can do that because you have this label on your student that your student is stupid and like, what do you do with that? And that made me think about all the teachers that I thought were not good enough, you know, uh, and all the teachers that thought that I was stupid. There was a very bright and like very strong example of a teacher like that uh, when I was in high school, I had a chemistry teacher that I hated. And the reason why I hated her was just that I was absolutely not interested in chemistry. I hated chemistry. And it was like high school. I knew that I'm going to study languages. I knew that I didn't need chemistry. To be able to study languages, I needed to pass my literature exam and Russian language and English language exams. So, like, I didn't need chemistry. And she was trying to make me, you know, 
study because we had like final exams and all the stuff and I was bored out of my mind and like I was not interested in chemistry at all and I didn't like the way she was teaching it because I was not getting it and to me it seemed like she was speaking a foreign language and I was like I was not getting what she was saying and um, she probably thought that I was stupid because I was just not getting it I was listening to her but not really I was just looking at her as, as she was teaching and I was not getting what she was saying because I just refused to listen and to her I probably seemed stupid and I never was stupid I am a very intelligent person, you know, I just was not interested in chemistry. And uh, it made me think, it made me, you know, change my mind about all the teachers that I had in my past, because I believed uh, till this point, I believed that they were not good teachers. This is why I was bad. Like I had a teacher, an algebra teacher, math teacher in one school and she was so good and she explained her her topic so well and I was good at it. I was just, you know, getting all A's and I was uh, tutoring other classmates because I was just getting it. And then I switched schools and there was a different math teacher and like she was so boring. She just couldn't explain shit. I thought so. And I was not very good at math. And I was like, okay, it's her fault because like, I'm smart. I know that I'm smart, but I'm just not getting the way she's explaining stuff. And what I realized was that I was just not resonating with the teacher. And so with the help of this example, I want to share with you uh, what I found out about, you know, teaching. Like if you're in a position where... No, okay, how do I, uh, where do I start with this? Um, so I was just not resonating with the teaching, right? With how they taught or the subject. And like, there are three reasons why you may think that the teacher is bad. Or why you may think as a teacher that your student is stupid. I found three reasons. So reason number one is when your student is absolutely not interested in your subject, like they don't need it. Or maybe they need it to a point where uh, like they just want this solved in their lives, right? Like for example, if we talk about chemistry, I was not interested in chemistry, but I needed to pass my exams and, you know, be done with school and go to the university. And so I had a goal. I needed to, you know, be done with chemistry. I need to study it just to, you know, just to be able to graduate from school. And um, like if we talk about spiritual teaching or coaching, um, your client, your student can have this goal where for example they want to um, make their relationship better for example and that's like the only goal and if we take this example and if we take me uh, my situation I am passionate about inner work I'm passionate about you know continuous spiritual growth personal growth like uncovering and healing my trauma and i listen to podcasts i read a lot on this i like i buy courses i 
like I work on it and it's it's my passion I love the subject that I'm teaching how to transform your life you know using mindfulness and law of attraction and healing your emotional body and this is just fascinating to me and there is a student who just wants to fix her relationship and as long as I teach her own relationship we connect but then like she fixed her problem and she's fine with that you know and like she doesn't want to go further and this is why there is like this misalignment i was going to say blockage but i try not to use the word blockage anymore because like i like this idea i heard it from genevieve rackham that there are actually no blockages there are no blocks they're just misalignments because you know a block feels like something heavy and something like you are a victim of again this is this victim mentality that there is this block in you and you need to do something you need to work hard to get rid of it but when you think that it's um just a misalignment like it's up to you you can be aligned or not and you can you know change it's like completely in your control under your control and so if we use the chemistry teacher as an example like she's passionate about chemistry she's passionate about how things work and like it's just so fascinating to her and there is a student who just wants to pass the exam and for that the student just needs to learn the basics to just pass the exam and be done with this so they can connect to some point but then the teacher wants to you know to teach more and be like this is so fascinating and the student just doesn't see it the student is like okay i'm done with this like thank god it's over i fixed my problem and goodbye right and in this situation it doesn't mean that the student is stupid no they just are not interested in the subject or like if the student is absolutely not interested i had this situation when i was uh, in my university i came there to study english and they made us like they divided all the students into three groups and they didn't ask us which second language we wanted to learn they just made us uh learn like based on the result of the of our english exam which was completely illogical so people who had the highest result on the english exam went to the spanish group who studied spanish as the second language the group who had like middle results like not the worst results but not the best results on the english exam they were put in the french group so the second language was french and so my results fell into the worst category <laughs> so like we had the worst result and like on our english exam the lowest not the worst the lowest um what's it called the lowest in russian it's like i'm not sure let me check my dictionary score yeah lowest score so yeah we we had a, the lowest i had the lowest passing score and i was put in the group where the second language we were supposed to learn was german 
And I, I, like, I didn't resonate with Jomon at all. Like, all my life before that, I was, I was a huge fan of Natalia Oreiro, a Spanish singer and actress. Uh, I mean, she's not, like, she's Argentinian, I think. Um, and um, I was listening to Shakira, and I dreamt of learning Spanish. And I was put in the German group, and I was like, I had nothing to do with the German. I didn't, like... I didn't listen to any German songs. I was not watching anything like, you know, translated from German. I had no connection to German language at all. And back then, two most popular German um, music bands were Rammstein and Tokyo Hotel. I didn't like them. They were they were screaming and like calling it music <laughs> he didn't get it at all and i was not interested in the subject and here again we have a teacher uh, our german teacher was so passionate about her subject she loved german and she had a student who was absolutely not interested and like the first two years of uh, the university i tried with all my essence to let her know that I'm not interested in her shitty subject because like I'm not here for it just leave me alone and let's just ignore each other and she was like and she probably thought that I was stupid or stubborn I don't know um but yeah I accepted my fate on the third year and I began studying German and I rebuilt our relationship and it was fine. I, I really I have really warm memories about her. She's, she was an amazing woman. But yeah, so this is still like example number one, not example. This is um, what option number one. Like when your student is not really interested, either totally not interested in your subject or just have this like goal to fix some issue in their life and be done with it. It doesn't mean that the, stu the student is stupid. No, they're just not interested in your subject or interested in your subject to some degree. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad teacher either. You just, you know, you just don't resonate because you love your subject. You love the thing you teach. You're passionate about it. You learn about it constantly. It's your life. And there is this person who is not interested. It doesn't mean that you're a bad teacher. It's just not your student, basically. So then we have uh, an option number two where your student can be very much interested in the topic that you discuss and the subject that you teach but you know they have other things in their life like for example when i was studying spanish uh when i after i graduated i decided that i want to, sp to study spanish and i did but like I was passionate about it to a point, but then it, there were different things in my life I was passionate about. And then I had, uh, you know, to go to work and I was studying about, about football, about soccer. And it was interesting to me. And like, it was my other passion. I was reading books about this. And then I was um diving deeper into astronomy because i thought that you know i was interested in this all my life but i know 
basically nothing about astronomy, so I want to learn more. Like, there were different passions. I was passionate about Spanish, but not that passionate to make it, like, my, uh, you know, the main thing, the main theme in my life. And so, at some point, after studying it for, like, eight months nonstop, I got overwhelmed, and I needed a break, and I took a break from it, and this break lasts still. Like, it's it has been, what, I think two years or three years? I speak just some really, really basic Spanish. I would I would say that I don't speak Spanish, but I understand Spanish. Like when I listen to Spanish songs, I understand like maybe 20% of a song and makes me really happy. I can explain to a Spanish speaker that I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> it's like, um, no señor, no hablo español, pero entiendo un poco. <laughs> And that's well that's not true that's not all i know but you know you get my point and so like you can have a student for example uh who is not like they are passionate about your subject and they love learning from you but at some point it gets overwhelming because you have so much knowledge you're so passionate about your topic it's like the theme of your life it's your life it's what you do on a daily basis and they have other stuff and sometimes they just get overwhelmed and they just need a break and they just want you know out they just want to be on their own and doing something else in their life and it happens to all of us and again um it doesn't mean that the student is stupid and it doesn't mean that the teacher is bad because like you're not a bad teacher they just again not fully resonating with you they they need you know to do something else with their life and it doesn't mean that your student is stupid because they just are on their own journey and now maybe it's time for you to you know to part your paths and you know to go in different directions because you've given like they've taken everything they were ready to take in and now it's time for them to develop on their own or to do some other thing and it's okay it doesn't make you a bad teacher you do what you do and allow them like i love this quote from richard bach's book uh, illusions uh where there was uh, this messiah is it messiah messiah yeah messiah's book where he was reading all these quotes and there was this quote that i loved and i you know i remembered it and i still use it uh, and remind myself about it and it sounded like allow the world to live as it chooses and allow yourself to live as you choose and so allow them to leave as they choose and maybe they will come back to you later because again it happens to all of us like i listen to one coach and buy courses from them and then i feel like i don't resonate with the teaching and i go look for another coach and you know or maybe like for another yeah it's like option number three that i'm talking about now that i'm discussing already um anyway yeah, so it doesn't mean that they're stupid. They're just on their own journey and they just get overwhelmed 
sometimes like because your capacity is bigger you know for the specific subject is more what's the adjective that goes with capacity better better bigger capacity well because it's like it's your life's work and it's the thing you're really passionate about and so option number three is when your student is very passionate about the topic that you teach and you're passionate about the topic that you teach but you're just not the teacher and here again i can talk about my math teacher like there were two different teachers and i i didn't mind math i wasn't that as passionate about it but i i didn't mind it i enjoyed it but there were two different teachers and one I liked her personality, she was fun, and I liked the way she was teaching, like, the, in this playful manner, and I was just getting what she was teaching. And then there was another math teacher in another school, and she was strict, she was serious, she was, you know, more into, like, deeper stuff, she didn't try to make it, you know, look playful, it was something serious and interesting for her. And I just didn't get her. But there were people in my class, there were students in my class who got her. And, like, they loved the way she was teaching. And it can be that the way you are teaching resonates with some students and doesn't resonate with other students. Like, for example, if we take the law of attraction and if we take... I don't know, let's take some basic example. For example, I love listening to the teachings i love going on youtube finding people who teach about the law of attraction and i love listening to them while i do something like while i cook or wash the dishes or i don't know like take a bath i love listening and there are writers who write about the law of attraction but i'm i'm more into audiobooks I'm like lately I don't like reading much because you know I spend a lot of time reading Instagram posts from the coaches that I love and like it's enough reading in my life honestly uh the rest I like I either listen to audiobooks or podcasts or like videos on YouTube or courses I buy courses from my coaches and um again I listen to them I learn from them through my ears you know and for example you're a chemistry teacher or, I don't know, you're a spirituality teacher who prefers writing, right? And you will find your students who prefer reading. And, like, if you love writing and you have a student who loves listening, then it's just not your student. And the student can be really passionate about the topic uh, that you're passionate about, but they just don't resonate with the way you teach. And it's not only about like the form, the writing or, or talking, right? It can be just your personality, for example. It can be based on, I don't know, on human design, on your, you know, chart. And like the way a generator presents information can be absolutely different from like the way a manifester presents the same information, right? Or... Um, you know, there are, like we're all different. We all have our own, you know, personality traits. And there are just people who resonate with us and there are people who don't resonate with us. And it does not, again, 
It does not mean that your student is stupid. And it does mean that you're a bad teacher. And I felt that it was very important to share this with you because I'm not the only one who thinks that sometimes when my teachings don't resonate with, with my students, I fall into this trap of thinking that maybe I'm not a good enough teacher. And um, my point is, after all this is said, is that there are no stupid people. There are no stupid students. And there are no bad teachers. Like, if you're passionate about the thing that you teach, if you're passionate about, you know, you're learning more about this every day and you just, it's your life, it just what lights you up, then you're a good teacher. You just need to find your students. And if someone doesn't resonate with your teaching, it's okay. Let them go and let the, again, as Genevieve Rackham says, uh, allow the divine shuffle to bring to you your soulmate students and don't beat yourself up because you're not a bad teacher and if you're a student listening to this because we all are right we're teachers to some and we're students to some and if you are passionate about a topic but you just don't get it you know you work in some specific area in your life for example you know setting boundaries da da i was going to say da sometimes the Russian enemy really wants to talk to you too, you guys. And so, what was I saying? I forgot. Oh, um, like, if you're passionate about something and you want to solve something in your life, but you just don't get it and you listen to different teachers and you just, you can't understand, it doesn't mean that you're stupid. Absolutely not. You keep looking for, you know, for maybe a different teacher, a different approach. Because how many times it happened to me that I was listening to someone and I was, like, not getting what they're saying. Like, I was hearing it and I liked the concept, but it just didn't, you know, sink in. And then I would um, switch to a different podcast, a different teacher. And they would say the same thing, but in different words. And I was like, oh my God. And now it's it finally starts making sense what all the previous teachers before that one were talking about. Now I just freaking get it. And this is why also there is no such thing as competition. I love this concept so much. I love it. The belief that we need to compete comes from the scarcity mindset that there is not enough. There are not enough students and there are not enough teachers for all of us. And that's absolutely not true. And if you allow yourself to be authentic and to be passionate about your teaching and be passionate about the way you teach, like if you like writing, don't make yourself talk. If you like talking but you don't like writing, don't make yourself write. Do what, you know, what lights you up and you will find your tribe. And I need to remind myself more about this because this is so important and I sometimes forget. I, I think like, you know, I fall into this trap where I think that I need to be everywhere. I need to be everywhere. I need to make videos. I need to, you know, record a podcast. I need to write. I need to write on my blog. I need to write for my Instagram. And it's just overwhelming. And like at some point I just end up being so drained and so what's this phrase that everybody uses and i forgot again 
like when you work 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 and then you oh burn out yeah i remember the russian word first and then i was like oh how do you how do i translate it that's the problem i think i need to record a separate episode about my problems my challenges uh as a bilingual person i want to talk about it yeah i will record an episode about this and um what was i saying jesus i forgot again oh yeah just do the thing that you're passionate about the way you're passionate about and you will find your students you're not a bad teacher and it's okay that like you know you you are not a good teacher for everyone and it's okay that not everybody likes you right remember and thank you for doing the work you do it's so important and i was just listening to these what's it called lightworkers lounge podcast and i liked how stephanie and her guests were talking about that we are all here because we want to make this world a better place and we want to spread the knowledge and we want you know to heal the collective and this is why we're all doing this this is why we teach the stuff that we're passionate about and it doesn't matter if it's chemistry or math or i don't know spiritual growth or yoga or whatever like what lights you up lights other people up and when like when you do what you do and you're passionate about and you're excited about people who listen to you they get you know excited about this too and they're like maybe i should teach math or maybe chemistry is just so fascinating i want to study that and you know it leads them somewhere because you just give them that spark and this is why we need you we need more of you and you're not bad teachers trust me you're not like you are not that's just it and this is what i want to leave you with and thank you so much for listening and you guys follow me on instagram and let's connect and i love you i just love you all you're amazing thank you for spending your time with me and have a lovely rest of your day kisses oh actually you know what i was just like i just finished recording this episode and i remembered that we were talking about this with petya kolibova on my podcast episode that is called and i will tell you how it's called because i forgot but i will find it it's 11th episode and it's called your purpose is to be you with petya kolibova and we talked about this too that you need to do what lights you up because if you do something if you teach something from a place that you have to even though you maybe don't like the way you do it and don't specifically like you know the topic or the the way you present your knowledge it's doing a massive disservice to your students so and it's it should be your priority to find the form of like to find how you want to teach it's very important for you to take care of yourself and to not end up burning out so if you're interested in this listen to the episode 11 that's called your purpose is to be you that i recorded with petya kulibawa okay guys love you bye Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.